You're listening to Flourish Weekly with Pastor Jen. We know you'll be encouraged by today's talk. Hey y'all, welcome back to Flourish Weekly. I am so happy to be back with you. It has been a while since I was able to record and communicate with you this way. I have had such a good time this spring meeting so many of you at our Flourish events Um, and also seeing you around town and different things. You are such a blessing to me. I love to hear your stories. I love to connect with you. And many of you um, have encouraged me with your stories of faith and how God's ministering to you and how you're growing in God. And you know, that's really um, our goal in life and our purpose in life is to know God, to really truly know Him and to be known by Him and to grow in our relationship with Him. And what a joy it is to look back over the years and see the growth in our lives. And so I love you. Um, I'm excited for what God's doing in your life. So many of you have started businesses. Um, some of you have expanded your businesses. Some of you have stepped into the season of being a wife. Many of you have stepped into seasons of, of being a mom. Um, Some of you have shared your stories with me of of miscarriage, of infertility, of loss in your family. Many of you have gone through struggles in these last couple of years. And just hearing your stories and hearing your vulnerability has touched my heart so deeply. And I want you to know that I love you and I am here for you. And um, I love that we can be a community of women who lean on each other, support one another, believe in one another, and really challenge each other to keep moving forward and keep believing God and keep loving God. Um, I really think that one of the miracles in my life is looking back and saying, through all the trials and all the hardship and all the things that we've walked through, um, there's no bitterness in my heart. And I love Jesus more now than I did 10, 15, 20 years ago. I love him more every day with every season. And so I believe that is the true miracle in our hearts. It's not that we won't face trials, but it's that when we come through those trials, our heart is pure and our heart is is um, made like pure gold, like Jesus, like God said about Job. Not that I'm perfect and um, I, my heart is definitely not pure gold, but I believe that um, he has done a work in my life and continued to purify me and... Um, I believe he's doing that in you as well. And what a wonderful thing it is that we get to watch um, God work in our lives um, as a community and as a a group of women who love each other and are cheering each other on. So let me just pray and we will get started. What a joy it is to be back with you guys. Flourish Weekly is happening again. Um, Let's just pray. Father, I love you, I trust you, and I thank you for this opportunity. Lord, I pray that every person listening, wherever they are, in their home, in their car, in their backyard, at work, wherever they are, Father, right now, I pray that your presence would fill them and strengthen them and that they would sense and know that you are near and that not only you're there, but that you are for them, you are fighting for them, you are fighting along with them, you are standing and defending them. And God, you are such a good, good father who watches over his children. And even though we may not see it in the natural, you are working and moving right now. We believe for it, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. So it has been a busy spring, my friends. Um, Not only did we have flourish events that many of you were able to attend, and thank you for coming. Um, But we also got a new puppy. (laughs) Matt and I, Pastor Matt and I, we got a new puppy in December. And I'm going to tell you all the truth. Some days I have wanted to record a podcast, and my little guy just would not be quiet. (laughs) He just, he has been all consuming that little guy. And we have been in kind of a different season of fun with him, fun and work, right? Right. 
Um, he's been such a little blessing to us, and we love our crew bear. But y'all, puppies are work, right? We know it. They keep us up at night. They want our attention every waking moment of the day. And some of my friends have recently gotten puppies, and you're going through that same thing. And the good news is, with puppies, it doesn't last as long as it does <laughs> with your human children. Um, so his season is, is kind of winding down a little bit where he gives us a little bit of a break and lets us have other things in our lives besides just focusing on him. So um, not only that, but I also went to Egypt. I just want to give you guys a quick little update um, before I jump into today's um subject. And uh, so I went to Egypt. Many of you supported that. And man, what a blessing that was. Just, I'm feeling emotional now, even thinking about it and talking about it. Just getting your messages, your texts, your um, Facebook messages, your Instagram messages, you guys blew me away with your love and your support. And I, I'm going to be honest with you, you, that carried me. Many of you supported me financially um, we were able to be a blessing to the people there, and um, I was also so blessed to go, and and um, all of the financial needs were met. And what a what an incredible, incredible role many of you played in me being able to go to Egypt and fulfill my dream of ministering um, in the 1040 window and being a part of this this amazing ministry that's happening in Cairo, Egypt, and in the surrounding areas and surrounding countries called Explore Nations. Um, they're doing a great work. It's a it's a Bible college that's doing an incredible work of equipping and and preparing people through the gospel message, through um, Christian education, through um, um, university and degrees, and I believe that they do a Christian MBA and many different programs. So it was incredible to see. And not only that, but I was also able to partner with Inspired Women, who uh, which is a ministry through. Um, Glass Chapel Church in Tulsa. Russ and Judy Joe Adams are the pastors there. And I was able to join my friend Daphne DeLay, her husband, and she pastor in Seminole, Texas at Transformation Church. And all of these different ministries and people came together to be uh, able to do a women's conference in Cairo and in El Menya, Egypt. And what a time it was. Um, there were moments that I was ministering. There were other moments that I was sitting back and watching other people minister and just truly watching the body of Christ work. And let me tell you something. The body of Christ is global. The church is global. Um people, sometimes we get caught up in thinking that it's just our, our little four walls of our church, and it's not. It's not just your four walls of your church. It's not just your city, not just your state, not even just the United States. Um, the church, God's church, is global, and there are believers all over the world who love God and are serving God and are, are working for God um, daily and weekly. And so what a blessing it was to be a part of what God's doing over there. Um, I'm just still grinning ear to ear. It filled me up. And um, and I love one of the quotes that Judy Joe said one of the nights, and I wrote it in my journal. I hope I don't butcher it because I don't have it in front of me right now. But she said, um, as you pour out, God will fill every vessel. And that was something that um, she was referencing the the story of, of the woman who gave the prophet of God the last that she had. And as she poured that out, God began to fill every vessel 
to overflowing until she had more than enough. And and I I don't even remember exactly what was being said in that moment, um, but I know what God spoke directly to my heart. And I love when God does that in services um, where he's, He uses what the minister is saying and He begins to speak and minister directly to your heart. And that's the anointing on her life and on, on that message. But um, when, when she said that, it spoke so, so fully to me that, look, there are times in our lives that we pour out and sometimes it feels like we are pouring out our last drop. You know, it feels like we are giving our last drop. But when we are doing it in obedience to God and in partnership with the Holy Spirit, man, does he begin to just fill those vessels back up. He begins to just as we pour out, He fills those vessels to the brim, to the full, and we are able to pour more. But it's when we're relying on our own strength and in our own ability and in our own talent and in our own our own works, and it's when we are striving in our own strength that we pour out our last drop, and then we are walking around dry and empty vessels, running on empty, running on fumes, and barely getting through. And um, I, I love that when we partner with God and come alongside of Him and do the things He's called us to do, that then He begins to just pour and fill us up. Even in the times where it feels like we don't have any strength left, He fills us. And that, I really believe that that's something that happened in my life over these last few months um, of ministry with Flourish and um, with Egypt and with our church at Kingsgate. And just coming alongside many of you and working in the ministry and doing what God's called us to do, it has been work and it has felt like at moments we were down to our last drop, but man, God has filled my heart so much through all of this. I just feel like my heart is so full, even through Flourish Weekly in this podcast, um, my heart is so full of the goodness of God and the faithfulness of God because as you know, you know my story. There have been seasons in my life where I could not do any of it. And so to be able to walk in the fullness of restoration, in the fullness of his calling, and honestly, in absolute complete dependence on him, I'm really learning a new depth of reliance on God and his strength and, and his, um, his, his love, honestly, because his love is what fills us to then be able to pour out for other people. So I want to encourage you, if you are down to the last drop today, um, isn't that like a, a Folgers coffee slogan or something? But if you feel like you are pouring out and you've poured out your last drop, I want to encourage you that he is filling your vessels even as you are pouring out. And uh, I want to talk to you a little bit and, and um, about the seasons of life where dreams are fulfilled and what it, what it requires and what it, you know, dreams, when dreams come along that are fulfilled in life, maybe, like I said earlier, maybe you've started a new business. Maybe you have gotten married or had, had, had a child, or maybe, um, you're in a new season of ministry or, or a dream like mine has come along where a door has opened and you've been able to step through it. Listen, these dreams come along and it's exciting, right? There's the there are these highs in life where we are on cloud nine and we're excited and we're grateful and we're rejoicing and we're having parties to celebrate and baby showers and bridal showers and we're having flourish night and we're excited and we're on cloud nine. We can't believe that God brought 400 women and 400 plus and and we're so excited about all these things and and there are these highs in life, but. The reality is to come back down to earth and know 
that yes, these things are exciting and amazing and wonderful, but they require something of us as well. And when the dream begins to, when the dream, okay, what am I trying to say? When the dream, not that it becomes work, but when the reality of, I guess when, when, when reality and the dream meet, right? When the dream becomes reality, and reality requires work, right? So it's an amazing season to see dreams fulfilled and see dreams re- become reality and become real in our lives. But it's also a season where reality is, we're face to face with reality, <laughs> the reality of the work that's required. And I want to encourage you that some of the things that you are praying for right now, some of the things that you are stepping into, they're going to be amazing and exciting and wonderful. But I want to encourage you that when when reality hits and you start to feel like, man, do I really want to do this? Is this really what I want to do? I want to encourage you to endure and to press through the struggle. And there are a few things that are required for dreams to be fulfilled. And one of them is work. Um, I just talked earlier about doing things in our own strength. And we don't want to do things in our own strength, but we are going to have to work. Um, A dream fulfilled requires work. That woman who was pouring out her vessels, she still had to pour out her vessels. Uh, Even though her vessels were full, she still had to go and pour them out. She still had to go and serve, and she still had to go and physically do the labor required to draw from those vessels that were filled up by the Spirit of God. And so, God's going to fill up our vessels. He's going to fill up, fill it up to the full, to full, but then we're going to have to go and draw from that and do the physical, actual labor of working a dream and seeing it fulfilled. Many of you who have businesses out there, I have so many of you who follow me and listen to this podcast and come to Flourish meetings and talk to me weekly who are business owners. You are working in an industry and you have small businesses and big businesses and all the other things that are these little seeds in your heart that have always been there and now they're starting to come into fruition and as you walk that out how many how many of you can tell us all the rest of us in in your circle it requires work I mean, I would love to tell you that you could just wake up in the morning with your eyes closed and get up and get dressed and the work would and the the dream would just fall in your lap. It's not. Now, for me, uh, this dream of going to to the Middle East and going to the nations and speaking, it's something I've always wanted to do. It's something that God placed a seed in my heart when I was 12 years old. It grew tremendously when I was 15. There was a significant moment in my life when I was in Kenya that I just, at 15, I I had this overwhelming love for the nations. And then at 17, it grew even more. Um, And then over the years, it has grown. And then there's been other years that it kind of subsided and, and it wasn't possible. And, but I said all that to say, that when this dream came along again, and I was given the opportunity to go to Egypt to minister, uh, it, it kind of felt sudden. It kind of felt like it just fell in my lap and it happened. And we were all so excited and we prayed and we believed God it was the time. But let me tell you something. It required work to go to Egypt. 
It required long travel days. It required um, some, some discomfort physically. It required some discomfort socially. I went with people that I did not know. And I did not take Matt with me. And I did not take my, my, my security blanket friendships and relationships with me. And I went uh, not knowing a lot of people. And it's stretching socially, even, even as an adult, sometimes we think that only happens in high school. Oh no, it's, it's stretching. Even when you're an adult to, to position yourself in a situation that's unknown or unfamiliar. And it required work to prepare and to pack and to prepare a message and, and study. And, you know, anytime that I get to preach or teach, the dream is fulfilled, but it requires hours of, of preparation and work and study. And same for you and your businesses or, or even being a mom and being at home and serving your family, you know, to prepare an incredible meal. Think about Thanksgiving or, or a birthday or a, a celebration for your family. These things are, these moments in life are so fulfilling and full of joy, but there's work behind them. And so I want to encourage you that when the work is required for the dream to be fulfilled, don't shrink back. Do the work required. Don't shrink back. Take Sabbath. Take seasons of rest. Take a weekend. Take time with your family, but also do the work required before you. Let's think about the disciples whenever Jesus, they came to Jesus and they said, hey, Jesus, send these people home. Here they are with 5,000 people plus, 5,000 men. So there was more than that there. And they came to Jesus and said, send these people home. And I don't think it was just because they thought the people were hungry. (laughs) They weren't just looking out for the good of the people. The disciples were tired. They had been ministering with Jesus all day. And they were ready for these people to go home so that they could get some rest. And Jesus looked at them and he said, you feed them. And I'm going to tell you something. When I read that, I'm like, oh, Lord, have mercy. But they were required to to be a part of the miracle that God was about to do. And then at the end of that story, he said, let's go away for a while. Let's go away and and get some rest. And so they got in the boat and they encountered the storm. Well, they're supposed to be on their way to go get rest because they just finished this, this, this long season of work and the storm came and And then they endured the storm. And on the other side of the storm, they reached the other side. And then they encountered Legion, the man who was demon-possessed. And then they, they were a part of the miracle of Jesus setting him free. But my point is, in all of this, is that being a part of the miracle required work. And we want to work hard. We want, to, we want to put feet to our prayers and we want, to, we want to do the work required and not be afraid of it and not think um, it's too hard because his grace is sufficient and he will carry us. Now, the second thing that's required when the dream becomes reality and the dream starts to be fulfilled is courage. I kind of alluded to that a little bit earlier. It's going to require some courage and some bravery on your part to step into it. Those of you who have started businesses or who are expanding your businesses or even becoming a mother, my gosh, even just becoming a mother or stepping into different seasons of motherhood, letting your kids go as they walk off into the seasons of college and, and marriage and, and all these different seasons and roles and or starting a new degree or starting college or finishing school, even going back and getting your GED, these different seasons of life that you may be in require courage. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be honest with you, on the other side of your courage is the fulfillment of your dream. Many of you are waiting, thinking that God's holding something back, or doors haven't opened, or opportunities haven't come, or for whatever reason, you're sitting in a place 
thinking the dream isn't being fulfilled, but in reality, God's just waiting for you to step up in courage and step out in courage and take a step towards your dream. Go down there to the college and enroll in a, in a class. Go down there to, to go to the doctor that you need to go see and talk about a situation that's going on that maybe that doctor can help you with. Ask God to lead you and guide you to help you find the wisdom and find the answer that you're looking for. When Egypt came along for me, or even Flourish Night, um, stepping back out into ministry when when I had been out of the game for so long and out of I felt out of practice and I felt unqualified and I felt uneasy and I just felt kind of out of out of my groove um, and and stepping out and starting this podcast, you know, just a year ago, just sitting down and beginning to talk and 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 trusting and believing that you were going to listen. You know, these things require courage and they require us to overcome insecurity, begin to lay down insecurity and say, God, I may not sound right. I may not look right. I will make mistakes. I will be imperfect. I won't. Everyone's not going to like me, but I'm going to be myself and I'm going to be full of the love of God. I'm going to be full of the the heart of God, and I am going to do my best to step out in courage and trust that you are going to come alongside of me and you are going to walk through this with me. And he does. And I'm going to tell you something. My little my trip to Egypt, I made such incredible friendships. I made some God friendships, some lifelong friendships. And when you are traveling with people and getting to know each other, you get to know each other real quick when you're on an overseas trip. And I just we walked in grace with one another. We walked in love with one another. We we walked in humility. And that's another thing that's going to be required. That's the third thing I wanted to tell you that's going to be required when a dream is fulfilled and reality comes. You were it's going to require that you walk in humility. You are going to make mistakes, my friend. I make mistakes all the time. And you know what I do when I make a mistake? I own it. And I say, "Hey, I'm sorry about that. I'm going to do better tomorrow. I made a mistake." forgive me. And then when you do that, it's not up to you whether or not they forgive you. It's not up to you whether or not they walk in grace with you. It's not up to you whether or not they extend mercy to you. It's your job to walk in humility. And then when you do, you shake it off, you get up, you hold your head high, and you walk in the fullness of who God has called you to be. Because not everybody's going to like you. Not everybody's going to extend mercy. Not everybody's going to love your business. Not everybody's going to love what you're serving up. And that can mean a lot of different things. Not everyone's going to love what I'm serving up, whether it's um, ministry, um, something you're selling, some food. Maybe you're in a restaurant industry. Maybe you're um, selling something else. Maybe it's your style. Maybe it's the way that you mother. Maybe it's the way that you build your home. Whatever it may be. Not everybody's going to love what you're serving up. And to be completely honest, that's okay. Not everyone is going to be called to be a part of your circle, and that's okay. Your job is to walk in humility, love God, be accountable to someone who can who can point something out and say, hey, this is something you probably need to work on that rubs people wrong, or that's, that's pride, or that's arrogance, or that's self-reliance, or that's insecurity, whatever it is. Allow someone to speak into your life apologize, humble yourself, and then move on, girlfriend, because God's calling you and wants to use your gifts and talents and abilities, and he wants to use you in your imperfections. 
God loves us in our imperfections. And the beauty of God is that in our weakness, he is made strong. His strength is made perfect in our weakness. So man, when I make a mistake, I'm like, I shouldn't have done that. I should have done that differently. I made a mistake and I am going to communicate and then I'm going to move on. And I'm going to believe God that he's going to connect me with the right people who are going to love me, forgive me, walk with me in my weakness and partner with me in the purposes of God for my life. Because there's a world out there who needs us, guys. And if we sit back in pride and arrogance and in and hide because of insecurity and all these different things, and instead of walking in true brokenness and humility, the world out there is going to miss out on the gifts and talents that are placed on the inside of us, but also the gifts and talents that come together when people walk in unity. So humble yourself, rely on people, listen to people, ask questions, gain understanding, and then walk in humility. And the last thing that's going to be required when the dream is fulfilled and becomes reality, it's going to require endurance, guys. It's, it's going to be, it's probably going to be a marathon and you're going to have days on that marathon that you're going to feel like quitting. You're going to have days that you feel like you can't keep going. You're going to have days that you feel hurt and you feel rejected and you feel unseen and unwanted and unqualified. You're going to have days that you feel broken. You're going to have days that you feel ashamed or embarrassed. And you're going to have days that you just kind of feel like you're in your feelings and you just kind of feel inadequate and not enough. Let me tell you what to do when that hits. You stop and you slow down and you take some extra time with the Lord. Cancel your appointments. Don't stay just busy, 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 busy. If you've got a week that has you running like a chicken with your head cut off, get through that week and the next week clear your schedule. Make sure that you're not overpacking your schedule to where you don't have time to slow your roll and listen to God. Listen to the Holy Spirit. Let Him refill you. Let Him strengthen you. Let Him speak words of affirmation and courage and endurance to you. Um, When you feel empty, and you feel rejected and you feel like you're not enough or you feel like someone didn't didn't like you or acknowledge you or you didn't someone didn't like your business or you failed as a mother or whatever it may be that you are facing I want you to know your source of strength and healing and endurance is going to be a face-to-face encounter with your Jesus because he's going to speak words to you I don't know what he's going to say honestly I don't know what he's going to tell you because coming directly from him is what you need anyway Coming directly from your Father is the words that you need, and He will speak it, and I don't know what He'll tell you, but whatever it is, it's going to be what you need, and it's going to strengthen you, and it's going to guide you, and it's going to give you wisdom. It's going to give you new perspective. Sometimes God speaks to me, and my perspective just shifts, and I'm like, oh, now I can see clearly. I can see clearly, and now I'm able to walk in love with a person, or I'm able to extend grace, or I'm able to forgive myself and humble myself and be healed. And sometimes God's going to say, push through. And other times he's going to say, rest. I don't know what he's going to tell you, but I do know that you have got to find the time to hear his voice. Y'all know that the the uh, theme 
the culture, the idea behind flourish is that we flourish when we are planted and when we have roots. And the beginning of our roots, the beginning of us flourishing, the beginning of us being planted is being planted and rooted and abiding in the vine. He is the vine and we are the branches. That's the beginning of flourishing. There's lots of other things we talk about in being planted, but it starts with knowing God, slowing down and spending time with him. It's not hard. It's not complicated. Honestly, girl or guy, I don't know. You might be listening and you're a man. Pull your Bible out, your one-year Bible, your journaling Bible, whatever Bible is your favorite. Pull it out. Get a cup of coffee. Get your journal and just slow down. Put your phone in the other room. Close the door. Give yourself 30 minutes, an hour. Might That might turn into two hours. I don't know. But let God just slow you down and speak to you through his word and speak to you directly to your heart. He will do it. And when he does, everything's going to feel lighter. Everything's going to be clear. You're going to have answers for your business, answer for your relationships, answer for, answers for your home, answers for even your own personal heart and what your heart is struggling with. At the end of the day, you may be a minister of the gospel. You may be um, a pastor, a preacher, a teacher, a mom, a sister, a friend, a wife, a business owner. You All these different hats and roles that you carry. But at the end of the day, you're his daughter and you need to communicate and have a relationship with God that's real and honest that he can then fill you up and strengthen you. So listen, the dream is going to become a reality. It might have already become a reality in your life. And you're in this season right now where you're like, oh my gosh, I feel like I got dropped in the deep end. (laughs) Okay. Here's the deal. The dream is going to become a reality. It's going to require work. It's going to require courage. It's going to require humility and reliance on other people. And it's going to require endurance. So don't give up, okay? You can do this with his help. And remember what Judy Jo Adams said in Egypt. I'm carrying that, that quote with me is, as you pour, he fills every vessel. I love you so much. Um, if you want more information about some of the ministries that I mentioned earlier in this podcast, to go follow them on Instagram or on Facebook, reach out to me. I'd be happy to give you their information. Um, and of course, as always, reach out to me on Instagram, Facebook, text, calls. I love to hear you, ladies and men. Um, so many times Matt will tell me that um, some of you guys have been listening and that the podcast encouraged you. So keep reaching out. It really, really helps me to have the endurance that I need to continue to do what God's called us to do. So I love you. Have a wonderful week. And I look forward to sharing with you again very soon. We're so glad you joined us today on Flourish Weekly. If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to share it with a friend and tag us on social media. You can also connect with Pastor Jen on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you for listening.